Hey there, thoughtful listener. What is your number one lead generation blocker? Head to upmyinfluence.com slash quiz to find out right now. That's upmyinfluence.com slash quiz, and I'll share why you aren't getting the intros and sales you deserve. We're also actively seeking guests for this daily commercial-free entrepreneur wisdom podcast. Agency owners, consultants, coaches, and B2B service providers, head to upmyinfluence.com slash guest. And I'd love to promote your expertise to our amazing audience. Let's get on with the show. With us right now, it's Lucy Mowat. Lucy, you are the founder of Method Marketing. You are found on the web at methodmarketing.org. Lucy, thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me, Josh. It's great to be here. Yes. All right. Yeah. Give us an overview of what Method Marketing is. Uh, so we are a specifically a content marketing uh, consultancy in the UK. Um, we work with complex well, businesses and complex sectors who may require a little bit more help and support and handholding to get their content completely um, sparkling and, and, and pretty. Yeah. Um, when you say complex, what do you like? What would be some examples of folks that you work with? So uh, insurance brokers or insurance companies, uh, financial services companies, uh, lawyers, uh, accountants, things that um, are basically a bit more technical and need a bit more research, maybe some interviews um, to really get to grips with the subject matter. So these clients, they're just doing their work and the blog or the content on social might be languishing a little bit. And so your job is to uh, encapsulate their brilliance and make it digestible to humans and Google. Is it my... Yeah, yeah, you're totally right. Um, So we tend to help build strategies for that content so that they can help reach their new audiences and meet their objectives, whether that's sort of predominantly uh, written content, but we do video, we help with podcasts and advise on, on various different platforms. Yeah. Um, And, and what are the, um, you know, in terms of like, let's say I'm a financial advisor, um, what should I be doing uh, in terms of content today? uh, Or is it just the same old advice that, you know, was relevant eight, you know, five, eight, 10 years ago? Um, We always say start with the client, you know, what is it that they want, what are they trying to find out? And certainly with financial planning, there's a lot happening in the world at the moment with markets and things like that. So what is it that they want to know? Who, what does your dream client look like? What do they need? How can you help them? And how can your content help deliver that? And and how does that help me understand um, someone that's in that position and providing those services? um, How does that then translate to business because I think you know I think there's maybe a lot of us that have invested in content and we're like I don't know we did it and it you know gets like three to five clicks a month on through Google so is was it worth us worth it to do that Mm -hmm. and yeah we we often see clients sort of saying this is you know we've done a blog but no one's seen it Mm. I think that's why the value of the strategy is to really again start with the audience think about who they are what they want and then how that content applies to your marketing funnel so how are you using content to draw people to your business and then how are you using content to convert them and then how are you using it to like retain them as well so looking at all different stages of the funnel and creating content articles podcasts that kind of thing that answer um, and, and address different parts of the uh, the marketing funnel and then yeah. reporting on it that was the other thing I was going to say is we often see people saying you know we, we put a blog out there 
but we don't know how it's done. So looking at, you know, how can you track these things? What, what data are you getting in? How can you use that to improve what you do next time? And, and so on. So going full circle. Um, Lucy, when when someone starts saying, okay, well, look, you know, we're going to produce a blog article every week, um, and, and uh, are there guidelines for what seems to be performing well today in terms of like attracting attention? Do we create more shorter articles? Do we create super long form? Is it somewhere in between? I think, again, it depends on the objective you're trying to reach and what you're trying to do with that content. So before you're even sitting down to, to, to write it is, okay, so I know my audience. What do I want this piece of content to do? How does this, inf like, what information do I need to provide? So if you are looking at, say, using the financial planner example, um, how the changes in the market might affect your savings is the article is as long as it needs to be. So look at all the research. How can you convert that into something the audience wants? And that, that will dictate how long your article should be. I wouldn't ever say whether short or long works best because it depends on what you're trying to do and the content, and the, sorry, the subject matter that you're trying to address. Yeah. And then in terms of like when we would expect to see any return on investment, what, what do you typically see there? Um, it can take months, years. Um, one of our clients we're working with, we've created like a content hub for them. So they um, do a very specific niche type of insurance in the UK. And um, we've been building out content that is relevant to particular homeowners over the course of 18 months. And gradually over time, that is snowballing. And they're now on page one for Google. That's taken quite a long time, quite a lot of content and quite a lot of optimization. So looking at it and going, actually, you know what we think we can rank for this term? So can we enhance the article to focus on this particular keyword so it again it does take time um, if you're going to do looking for organic results social you can help to to boost things quite quickly if you're sharing your content on social media you can immediately start driving that audience or email newsletters you know if you're sending stuff out to your existing clients and prospects you can immediately start building an audience quite quickly so you don't necessarily have to wait on organic results so it depends on how you're promoting it as much as as much as the um waiting for google yeah, yeah, right. And, and that was my next question in terms of like, okay, I've, I've created this great piece of content. I want to make sure, you know, I get as much value as possible out of it. Um, so yeah, of course, you know, sending it out via email, um, you know, to, you know, your interested audience members, you know, in your email list on social as well. Um, are there, are you, do you get involved in the promotion aspect of it? And if so, like what kind of strategy do you typically advise you know, to, to attract attention, you know, we know that, yeah, this is probably going to be interesting to a segment of our population. Um, but, but, you know, how do we, how do we, you know, what do we say? Like, how do we get those eyeballs onto that piece of content through promotion? Is it just the, the title and like a, you know, uh, just a summary in the post or, you know, do you advise, you know, maybe asking questions and that sort of thing? Yeah, I advise mixing it up. Um, so as you said, sorry, just to go back to your original point is having a nice strong headline. So that will stand out um, in the newsfeed um, and then a nice bold graphic that always helps something bright and eye catching in the um, in the so in the feed people can see it and they stop and they go, oh, that looks interesting. Tend to find um, using a few emoji, but not too many, depending and again, depending on who you're targeting, but having a few little emoji in your post that sort of kind of fun and interesting and make people again, scroll, stop their scrolling. Um, I try to add a little bit of intrigue. I tend to find, you know, maybe pulling out a stat out of an article and putting that in into the, the intro of the social piece. So it's like, oh, you know, 80% of people do this. And then 
people will scroll and, and mm-hmm. stop the scroll and click. So giving it a bit of intrigue and people going, oh, well, that's interesting. You know, I'm already forward following these people. Well, this looks like it could be for me. And, and so, you know, having a bit of intrigue, I find quite, quite useful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, um, in, so now we've been, you know, promoting it. Um, now, um, would you ever suggest, uh, or do you get involved in any kind of paid promotion of that content? We don't tend to, we'd work with a partnership agency to do paid because that's not our specialism. So we've made the decision over the last couple of um, months to really focus on the content side of things and get um, a paid specialist to do that. So we would partner. Yeah. And, and is that common? Um, in the UK, I think it is quite common here. Um, a lot of the agencies we're working, we partner with other agencies as well to provide content if they don't have that um, skill set in-house. So we, yeah, I think it's, it's a growing trend among marketing agencies is to have a specific focus on the activity that you, that you provide. Although that said, there are still f- full service agencies, but you know there are an increasing number of specialist agencies, certainly in, um, in Norwich where we're based. Yeah. In terms of the content itself, what are some of the biggest mistakes that you see? You know, folks, I don't I don't do that for a living. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just doing the best I can. But what are so like uh, what are some of the most common things that you see? You know, is and if, are we just talking just blogs or are you also creating content? You talked about a content hub. Um, I, you know, so I'm curious about where content is, what it looks like. But then I'm also curious about where people are screwing that up. (laughs) Okay. So um, in terms of what we're looking at, we will do blog posts, but we will also do white papers, uh, lead magnets, that kind of thing to get people to to download and sign up and that kind of thing. Um, Social media content we will create, as as I say, um, podcasts, else are we doing um print literature so my background is as a print um editor so we do some print brochures or if you want to do something like a bespoke magazine we could help you with that um so there really is a whole range of different things that we could do um we tend to say that um actually content is basically anything because marketing is the broad spectrum but you need some content Mm -hmm. to put into that marketing so we could help with most deliverables for instance um but in terms of people getting it wrong there are a couple of things we're seeing so some people saying, well, we can do it ourselves and then never getting mm. around to it. That's a really common thing is just, oh, we'll write our website. And then it languishes because no one's got the time to do it. Um, but we also see people not speaking to their audience or speaking their audience's language. And that's something we come across quite frequently is not thinking about your audience don't have the specialist knowledge you have of your industry. Um, so, you know, they might not necessarily understand the jargon or the technicality. And so actually that's something we find quite frequently with our clients is that we're the layman. So we will interrogate you to get to the bottom of that, that jargon and that, um, that your industry language and put it into terms that people like me, myself and my team will understand because we are outside of your industry with, we're, we're best placed to translate that into something your clients and customers will understand. Yeah. What do you think the 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 kind of the future and the role currently is for tools like chat GPT, you know, for, for AI, you know, content generators? Um, mm. is, is there a way to use that to kind of at least kind of get the blinking cursor? <laughs> you know, if we're thinking about creating content, uh, like how would you use it today? And what do you think the future is of that? So we've had to play around with various things and they're, I have to say, they're kind of terrifying um, in a good way. You know, they're yeah. so smart and so interesting. Um, but certainly I think it's a great starting point, as you say, Josh. They're great for getting those initial ideas out, but we've been finding that 
you know stuff that we've played around with that, that factually they can be inaccurate so you do need to go back oh yeah and yeah, check like yeah. like you know scraping stuff it's taking stuff from wikipedia which is great but a lot of the time that's not accurate so you know you you do have to go back and check it and, and checking in the grammar and 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 tone of voice and things like that is just making sure that you do it, it reflects your brand properly and it, it's accurate and it's not going to cause you problems down the line um things like interviews as well like we're doing now you know actually there are certain it, it wouldn't emulate this conversation for instance so if you wanted to do a, a thought leadership talking heads type or an interview or that kind of thing you probably need to do that yourself um, and work with do an interview and write that up yourself. So as great as it is, there are some limitations with chat GBT and, and the mm. copy.ais of this world. Yeah. 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 It's, it is, it's uh, like I said, it's some of the stuff that, that I've been, I mean, it really, it, it doesn't, it's, it's very rare uh, that, that I see something that truly makes my brain go. And, mm. and what I'm seeing right now, again, I mean, it, it, that, I think we just witnessed a huge leap forward. And yeah, fast forward two, three, four, five years into the future. And, you know, I'm thinking about, you know, screenwriters and, you know, people that, you know, like creative works of art, you know, writing plays, writing films for TV shows. Why couldn't, you know, mm -hmm. once, once, once we just make it intelligent enough, why couldn't we, you know, have those sorts of things uh, kind of, again, I agree with you. And certainly I think it'll be a little while before it's like the nuance and it's the humanness to it that I think is, um, you know, it's like, if I'm reading an article and we've all read poorly written where it's just like, it looks like someone just overseas outsourced it uh, and paying bottom dollar to create it it definitely like, what? It's just weird. It's awkward to read. Uh, and then the same thing, I think um, some of the um, AI generated stuff, it, it has that vibe to it. And then again, yes, it, it, the inaccuracies and stuff, but yeah, re really, really exciting. Um, in terms of engaging with you, um, what does that generally look like? If someone's like, okay, um, Lucy, I'm, you know, we know that we need more content. Um, like, what does that process look like? Um, so typically uh, people give us a call, we'll have a meeting um, and we'll discuss objectives, you know, because I'm a firm believer, of, I think I'm repeating myself now, but having an objective in mind, don't just do content because you think you should be putting stuff out there, have a goal in mind. Um, and we'll work with you through that to, to make sure that we're, you know, meeting your goals, looking at what else is happening in the landscape, um, doing some keyword research um, and that kind of thing, looking at your audience, what their needs are. And from there, we will either make a recommendation or we will feedback on on your request and we'll we'll give you like an honest dialogue about your content, what you can hope to expect from it um, and, and put next steps in place for potentially delivering it if that's what you're looking for support with. Yeah. And you serve clients uh, just in the UK or do you go uh, serve clients elsewhere across the globe? At the moment, mainly you, uh, we are in the UK, but we are able to work with anyone anywhere as COVID has kind of proven we are, um, mm -hmm. the whole world is our lobster as it were. Um, so yeah, uh, we work with the UK, but we can work with clients anywhere. Excellent. All right. Methodmarketing.org. Lucy, wonderful conversation. Lucy Mowat, uh, again, founder. When somebody goes to methodmarketing.org, what should they click on? What should they do? Especially if they're like, well, I, I don't know if I'm ready to talk with Lucy right away, but they want to get to know you a little bit more. 
Sure, thanks for asking. Um, well, you can go to check out our blog and have a read of some of the content we've been putting together um, over the last few months. Um, or you could go to, um, we've set up a, um, we've produced a proofreading checklist. So if people wanted to go and download that, if they were producing their own content and they wanted to, to have a look at our proofreading checklist, they can go to uh, methodmarketing.org forward slash up my influence and they can download that from there. Um, wait, wait, what was that? Sure wait, 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 you said that really quick. What, what was it? Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, We've got a proofreading checklist. Um, a proofreading method- checklist. Okay, great. Yeah. Sorry. No, no, it's fine. I'm I'm conscious. I talk quite quickly. Um, <laughs> methodmarketing.org forward slash up my influence. Um, and we've got a proofreading checklist that you can download and it'll guide you through what you should be looking at before pressing publish on your next piece of content. That's great. Lucy Moe, thank you so much for joining us. Again, founder of Method Marketing, found on the web at methodmarketing.org. Thanks, Lucy. Thanks, Josh. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. If you're a listener, I'd love to shout out your business to our whole audience for free. You can do that by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or join our listener Facebook group. Just search for The Thoughtful Entrepreneur in Facebook. I'd love even if you just stopped by to say hi. I'd love to meet you. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. We love our community who listens and shares our program every day. Together, we are empowering one another as thoughtful entrepreneurs. Hit subscribe so that tomorrow morning, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. I promise to bring positivity and inspiration to you for around 15 minutes each day. Thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement.